a new holiday. Oh, so many things have changed. But nothing stays the same. That's what we all know. Does Meet Me in St. Louis feel a bit too old-timey or maybe just too white for you? Well, if that's you, a brand new St. Louis-made holiday musical may be well worth your time. We need a new holiday, same traditions in a new way. A New Holiday tells the story of 10-year-old Thelma as she grapples with the loss of her grandmother. And unlike Meet Me in St. Louis, it was actually filmed right here with an all-star, all-black cast. It's a life-affirming show with a lot of great jazzy arrangements of classic tunes, like this one, sung by Sophia Stevens. song wasn't really into it but I sang along but then I learned that jingle bells could deck the halls just as well so now it's time to play and jingle all the way with my new jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way oh what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh And that is from the new musical, A New Holiday. It was filmed in St. Louis, and it debuts tonight on the Nine Network. And joining us today to talk about it is its director and co-screenwriter, Brian Owens. Brian, welcome. What's up? So, Brian, we've now talked a couple times. Um, yes. We've talked to you about your work as a soul singer. We've talked about the nonprofit you started. When did you add filmmaker to your list of jobs? Two months ago. Two months ago. You turned no, this all point. around in two months? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, th- this whole this whole project, um, it was a godsend, number one. Um, but the way in which it came together was, was pretty amazing. Um, and yeah, we, we basically had about two and a half months to from creation to <laughs> completion. Wow. I mean, that's intense. Tell me, what, what brought this together in the first place? What, what led you to decide, hey, we're going to go make a Christmas movie? As, as many things in my life, uh, Divine Providence, right? So, you know, I did the Solar Ferguson Review concert film that also um, was on PBS. Mm-hmm. And um, I've had a, a wonderful relationship with the Stewart family uh, over the last couple of years. So whenever I do things, I try to send them that, you know, the things that I'm doing so they can kind of see it and enjoy it. And I sent that to, to Dave Stewart and his assistant, uh, Mary Unterstall, who who's become a great friend. And they watched it and... You know, the idea that they had was, wouldn't it be great to do something like this for Thelma's birthday? Her birthday's around Christmas, Thelma Stewart. And so the idea was, hey, what if we do something like Solar Ferguson Review for her birthday? Since it's COVID and we can't, you know, do the large gatherings of family and friends. And I don't know what happened, but within two weeks that kind of spawned into, oh, let's write a song um, called God Bless the Day, which is one of the title, you know, in, in its title songs in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then that spawned into, man, well, let's do like an Andy Williams Christmas special, like an old scout kind of thing like that. And it, that just evolved into, what if we did a film? <laughs> 
This is a lot of evolutions. I think you, it's your a lot brain of evolutions quickly. So much more quickly than mine does. But I, I kind of, I can follow this, and it makes sense because you're your protagonist in this story. This is a ten-year-old girl. She's named Thelma. So this is named after the wife of Dave Stewart, who is a, a prominent uh, executive in this town. Just a great philanthropic guy. Yes. Um, yes so he yes. he sort of provided the impetus for this coming together. Yeah, I mean, it was a great inspiration. Thelma's a, a, an amazing woman. And I think that, you know, many of us have, you know, just really had it hard this year mm-hmm. um, in terms of loss and change. Um, I lost my mom in March to, to cancer. Um, his mother passed away. The matriarch of the Stewart family passed away, I think, in July. And so, you know, all of these things just kind of, you know, came together and really fed the evolution of the story um, in, in, in the project. And it became this wonderful gift, not only in celebration of Thelma, but also a gift to the community mm-hmm. um, and being able to place it with PBS as a partner. And um, I'm really excited for people to see it because it also to me is just indicative of the whole life creative ecosystem and how it functions and what it's about and what's possible. And right. when you talk about life creative, that's that's your whole. Um, th- these are your entities, um, both the nonprofit and then the art making side of things. Yeah, yeah, and and now I'm I'm pleased to announce that I'm no longer the executive director of the nonprofit um, Life Arts. We we had the transition, and my my cousin Darius, who was operations, is now um, in the transition period to become executive director, and so we have the nonprofit for profit. Um, um, structure of the ecosystem um, in place. And so this is the first major project um, that we're putting out where uh, we've had those two entities in full partnership um, on it, on something of, of this level. And it worked out. It's so beautiful because we had so many interns um, and, you know, uh, production assistants that worked on this film that are out of the life creative ecosystem. And it was such a gift to be able to have them work on something that is number one, we believe beautifully, um, beautifully created, um, great messaging, and also provided some income uh, mm-hmm. in a time of, of year where uh, you know a lot of people are really struggling. So, and these are these so these were paid interns um, working yes. on this, getting practical experience. Yes, you're doing all this during the pandemic. Was that a challenge to try to do that without spreading germs uh, with each other? I'm gonna be straight up. I'm gonna be straight up, Sarah. Like, we had an amazing COVID plan that was made by our production manager, Tiffany Stanfield. She did an amazing job. She connected us with, you know, places like Karis DL um, that, you know, and and a few other folks that, you know, did, you know, screenings for us and did testing for us. But I'll tell you this, we had two COVID setbacks um, during the course of filming. One was an exposure that Mm -hmm. set us back one week. And then the other was a false positive that set us back another week. Um, And the person didn't even have it. You were told they had it. Yeah, we were told they have it and they didn't have it. And so there's a lot of rescheduling. But I tell you, and I say this, and I don't say this flippantly, by the grace of God, we were able to not only get this done, but get it done on time. (laughs) That that never (laughs) happens with films, Brian. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yes. Because the date was already predetermined as to when it would air. Wow. So we had so we had to make the December twenty first deadline. So you know, and you I mean, did. That's yeah, a, just that's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing and just a great just a great group of people all around. You know, we we 
nobody that was really involved with this outside of our amazing crew that was headed by our DP, Adrian Petrosian, um, nobody really came to this with a ton of film experience. Mm -hmm. And what that gave us is, you know, there's a certain level of ignorance that we had and naivete because it wasn't about us making the film. It was about us telling the narrative and preserving the narrative. Mm -hmm. And so, because you know, we didn't know, I didn't know we were making a movie until the first day and I walked in and I saw all the stuff that Adrian had in there. And I'm like, oh, this is like a real film. Yeah, you were well, thinking, look, oh, this is just we'll film some songs. Like, no, yeah, there's, there's yeah, scenes yeah. here. There's characters. Yeah, we, there's Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. And so, I mean, it was just, it was just a, you know, an honor to be able to work with everybody on this. Kennedy Holmes and, you know, Anita Jackson, Sophia, my girl, who, who killed it. And um, yeah, I mean, you've got, you know, I mentioned this is an all-star cast. I'm not just talking about Kennedy Holmes, even though she is a big deal, big deal St. Louis. And you've also got the great Wynton Marsalis in this. He provides the narration. I actually want to play a clip of him. Um, he's, he's the narrator who sets up the story. Let's listen to this. Towards the night before Christmas, and things were not the same for a little girl named Thelma, for whom so many things had changed. Christmas was coming, her favorite time of year, a time full of family laughter and cheer. But this season was different for little Thelma, you see, for the one gift she wanted would not fit under the tree. But much to our surprise, the best was yet to come. A Christmas like no other, full of hope, joy, and love. Dear God, I hope you didn't forget that tomorrow is Christmas. Grandma Dorothy used to say that change is good, but not having her here hasn't felt good at all. That's why I decided to make a different kind of list this year. I would still like a record player and a new dress for the church pageant. But what I want the most is Christmas. That's right. What I really want is for Christmas to feel like Christmas. Can you hear me? And that is from A New Holiday. That airs tonight at 7 p.m. on the Nine Network. You can also catch it on the Brian Owens Soul YouTube channel. My guest today is Brian Owens, who's the director and co-screenwriter of this film that came together so quickly and somehow landed Wynton Marsalis. How did you do that, Brian? I'm living by somebody else's favor. So anybody you see in this movie, it ain't because of me. You know, Wynton has a wonderful relationship with the with the Stewart family. Mm -hmm. And um you know, when it came time to talk about people who would be a part of it, he, he was a name and not only just his relationship with the stewards, but just his relationship with St. Louis, um, which he has a wonderful one over the years. And so him, he drove here from New York, by the way. Wow. Um, he drove in from New York, came in and absolutely killed it. It was such an honor to get to work, to get to work with him. And I got to mention the other young lady that you just heard mm -hmm. in the in that prayer, which is the star of the show, Miss Riley Adams who was amazing. She is so <laughs> talented. She's, She's so just, talented, uh, yeah. And what a, you know, what a beautiful little girl. I mean, I just, I couldn't stop looking at her. Where did you find her? Is she a St. Louisan? Yeah, she's a St. Louisan. Um, she's a product of um, of the Muni Kids and Tally Allen over at the Muni and, and Kofi Coleman. So shout out to them for all the great work that they're doing uh, in developing the talent. So we had we had a couple different Muni Kids in that uh, in this uh, chief among them, Kennedy Holmes and, and Riley Adams. And she came in so prepared, um, taking notes in the first session and, oh. you know, just just really, really, really astute. 
um, uh, to be so young. And she took it to another level. I mean, again, I think that God surprised us all um, in the people who were brought to the table uh, to do this, because um, none of us had really done anything on this level uh, before. So for it to come out the way that it did, I think, um, is a true testimony to something much bigger than, than all of us or anybody that was involved. And I also I have to ask you about Sophia Stevens. We heard her beautiful voice earlier singing that jazzy version of Jingle Bells. She's also the co-writer on this project. Uh, what's her background? Is she more of a performer or more of a, a screenwriter? Um, I, I would say all of the above now. Um, you know, she's, 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 she grew up, she born and raised in St. Louis. She ended up moving to New York and um, she did Lion King on Broadway for a really long time and then did the touring company. Now she lives in LA um, where she's a working actress and, um, and a director in her own right. Um, she has a, a series uh, that is up for an award right now um, for webisodes and uh She's super talented, super, super talented, just indicative of all the talent that we have that, that comes out of this place. And uh, and Sophia really, like, I'm really the co-writer of this. Mm-hmm. Sophia really, really wrote this, hmm. um, and, and especially the dialogue. Um, that's Sophia. Way, yeah, that's, that's, that's Sophia. And she just did an outstanding job. And keep in mind, we had about not even two months to write the dialogue. Yeah. The two months the two months is inclusive of us actually filming it and getting the music done. So what she was able to to accomplish, I, I think, is, is is pretty phenomenal. Brian, I, I know you well enough at this point. After all these conversations we keep having about all your great projects, I, I know that you always give the glory to God on everything. But I have to imagine that in addition to God on this one, the fact that we're in the middle of this global pandemic, maybe people had more time to participate in a project like this or were able to just pitch in um, because things in Hollywood were slower or people could get here from New York and, and hop in a car if they had to. Does this feel like a little bit of a blessing the the terrible timing of this terrible year actually worked out for this project well i give i will then if that's the case i even got to give god the glory for the timing right because because none of us could have none of us could have planned it i mean in what other time would i be able to have a a christmas musical that has Wynton marsalis in it that has all these amazing you know folks from right here in st louis where sophia could actually come in town and stay for two months um where i could get also david sanborn who's playing on god bless the day where i could get you know bb winans and karen clark Shear to sing drummer boy you know just any number of things that you could point to and go it it it, it couldn't have happened it could not have happened out, outside of that. And then the wonderful generosity of the Stewart Family Foundation um, to support this and, 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 and be one of the driving forces. I mean, it, it could not have happened without God. And I don't know, I'm just so excited for people to see it and experience it because again, it's been a tough year. It's been a tough year, but I think the dialogue that, you know, Sophia, was able to put into the mouths of these characters is something that I think is going to bless people not only this year, but for many years to come. Well, yeah, it sounds like this film um, coming together and coming together as quickly as it did. This really is a miracle here. I hope people will tune in tonight at 7 p.m. on the Nine Network. You can find it on the Brian Owens Soul YouTube channel. And Brian Owens, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. So much spirit in the air. It's a new And before we move on, 
I want to say a big thank you. Here's some positivity for the day. And this thank you goes to you for listening to this show. Last Friday, the St. Louis on the Air podcast reached a milestone. That's 1 million downloads for this year. That's about a 240% increase over just two years ago. And we want to thank you so much for that. It's a new holiday. Same traditions in St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Fenske. Wonderful time of the year. So much spirit in the air. Feels like a new. We need a new. A new. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.